This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Got to get it in. Dustin Smith. Jabari for three and the win. Yeah! He got it! We are here to feel Rockets News with Rocksville Podcast. Of course, I am your host, LaShar Binkley. And I want to give a quick recap of the Rockets 120 to 113 loss to the Miami Heat as they fall on the first game of a six game road trip. Uh, Miami was without Jimmy Butler, but of course, the Rockets are out Tari Eason and Dylan Brooks again, as Tari Eason is still day to day. And Dylan Brooks is still going to be out for at least a week or two. Um, uh, if everything goes right with his injury, it could be even longer. But the Rockets do fall tonight. And one of the main reasons the Rockets failed tonight was they cannot make a three in the second half. Uh, they were 10 or 20 in the first half. Uh, they only made four threes in the second half. Uh, and that's when Miami started to take over the game. Uh, Alperin Shangoon and Fred Van Vliet tried to keep the Rockets in the game. They had 54 um, of their 113 points. Uh, but unfortunately, the rest of the cast did not show up, especially the starters. Uh, starters uh, outside of Van Vliet and Alperin Shangoon were 8 for 31. Jalen Green was only 2 for 10. He only scored 11 points. He was the third leading scorer. Uh, funny enough, tied with Cam Whitmore, who again is close to a points per minute uh, player. He was he had 11 points in 17 minutes, but you got to get more from your starters. And it's something that M.A. mentioned in the post game. He was saying that, yes, it's great that Fred Van Vliet had 32 points because he's reading the defense exactly how he wants other players on the team to read the defense. And unfortunately, they're not reading the defense like on the pick and roll defense or when teams are playing zone, they're not reading the defense correctly. And that's why you get a two for 10 from um, Jalen Green. That's why you only get uh, uh, nine points from a Jabari Smith. That's why you only get 59 points from the rest of the starters outside of two players because they're just not reading the defense correctly. And yes, Miami's a really good defensive team. They're really well coached. Um, but Emmy also mentioned that the Rockets just got outsmarted in the second half. Uh, some of the mistakes they were making in the first half caught up with them in the second half. And you can't do that against a well-coached team because exactly what happened tonight uh, hap is going to happen more often than not is that teams are going to be able to uh, get through your defense. You're not going to be able to keep teams under 100 points every night, no matter how good your defense is. And we saw that again tonight against Tyler Hero, who is a Rockets killer. Every single game he plays against the Rockets, um, he usually puts up 25 points or more. He actually averages more points against the Rockets than any other team in the NBA, and he did it again tonight, even without Jimmy Butler. It didn't even matter. And Kyle Lowry went out early in the second half with an injury. Um, but they had three players in double digits off their bench. They had a much more balanced scoring. They weren't dependent on one or two guys. And that's kind of like the Miami Heat culture. It doesn't matter who's playing it. It's plug and play. And when you're playing a disciplined team like that, you can't make mistakes. And the Rocks were making mistakes all night, missing defensive assignments. Um, what, like I said earlier, wasn't reading the offense correctly, uh, uh, offensive game plan correctly on the other end um, against Miami's defense, which they were playing a lot of zone, trying to force the Rockets out on the wings and trying to keep the ball out of Shane Goon's hands. Um, even though Shane Goon still was down to 15, even though – 
the entire Miami Heat's defense were really focused on trying to stop him. He still had a really good game, though he did foul out at the end of the game. Um, but again, the Rockets, this is definitely a game against a team like Miami who's gritty, who grinds out every possession. You definitely miss a Tarese and a Dylan Burst because they are your two best defensive players. And it definitely showed again tonight because the Rockets just did not – they got a hustle for most of the game. It just seemed they didn't have the energy for most of the game. They did tie it at the end of the first half. But again, when you only make four threes in the second half and the Miami Heat end up shooting over 40% from three – you're pretty much going to end up losing the game, and that's exactly what happened with the Rockets tonight. And again, it's just kind of perplexing with Jalen Green. He kind of just floats in and out of offense. Now, I don't want to say all negative things about Jalen Green because he did have six assists, and he did make some really good passes, especially to Shangoon. Um, so that was good to see. But on the offensive end, he still seems kind of lost. He still doesn't really seem to know where his place is. He doesn't really know when to take shots, when to take over a game. Uh, it's just kind of perplexing, and it's going to take a lot more time, it seems, for EMA to kind of figure out where can Jalen get his shots. It's the same thing with Jabari. Jabari did get the shots off tonight. He just wasn't making them. Um, he made a really good mid-range shot, but again, it just seemed like they didn't go back to it. A lot of times it just seemed it's a combination of the Rockets kind of giving up too fast on certain aspects of the offense, and then it's also – a lot of times, Jabari and Jalen specifically, they kind of just seem to float throughout games. Um, they don't necessarily uh, – they're not aggressive. Because when Cam Whitmore comes in the game, yes, he makes mistakes. And that's something he may also pointed out that he missed some assignments and he had the offensive foul trying to dunk on Kevin Love. But he is aggressive. He is going to go out there. He's going to get his points regardless. He doesn't need plays called for him. But that mindset doesn't seem the same. be the same for Jalen Green, for some reason, at least from Jabari, at least you're still getting some defense and you're getting rebounding. Um, but like I said, Jalen did have a good game passing tonight with the six assists. But on Rockets really needed tonight was on him on the offensive end scoring. And he only made two baskets tonight, only had 11 points. So, again, it's still a work in progress. I'm not just totally out on Jalen Green. I think he has a lot of talent. It's just a matter of unlocking that talent. And again, something I've said on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, something I've said before on there, yes, Jalen Green's in his third year, but he's in his first year in a structured team offense. He didn't have a structured offense in the G League. He didn't have a structured offense before he uh, got to the G League when he was playing um, AAU ball. He didn't have that structure. So this is the first year he has a real structured offense, and it's just going to take time. It's just really – if you're thinking about it, this is really his real first year um, in a real offense. And, yes, I know Alperin Shangoon came in the same time he did, and he has no trouble scoring. But Alperin Shangoon came into the NBA, already a developed product, already had the skills to be a good offensive player. So, really, with him, he was already two or three steps ahead of Jalen Green um, when it comes to being a fully uh, developed offensive player. And you see that here. And there's something else I want to mention uh, for I forget is, of course, Alperin Shangoon was the player of the week. He's the youngest player in Rockets history to win that award, the first Rockets since uh, James Harden in 2009, November 2019 to win that award. And he's actually the second youngest player in the last five years to win that award. The only younger player than him was Paulo Bancaro, who won it earlier this season, and he's only younger by a few months. So <clears throat> it's just, excuse me, it's just amazing to watch uh, what, Alperin Shangun's been able to do in the sh short amount of time he's been in the NBA, and it's really just the sky's the limit with him. But 
going back to this game, it really comes down to him and Fred Van Vliet just need to help. Yes, it's great to try to shut teams down and be a really good defensive team, but sometimes you just have to be able to score, especially against teams that are really disciplined, that are not going to give you anything easy. And the reason why the Rockets were able to hang around the first half because they made 10 three-pointers, which was the most they made in a, in a half all season long. But again, you only make four in the second half and you can't make your threes. That's what's going to happen. Miami start taking advantage of that. And that's what ended up happening. They ended up pulling out this game fairly easily as the Rockets um, pretty much trailed for most of this game. And now you have to travel to Chicago. And yes, Chicago hasn't been great this season, but they've been playing better um, than they have in the previous few weeks. So it's still not going to be an easy game because uh, you're more than likely, you're, well, you're definitely not going to have Dylan Brooks. It's a change. You may not even have Tari Eason because Tari Eason is day to day. It's just a matter of can he deal with the pain? I don't know if he, I don't think that's really fair to say if he can deal with the pain. We know Tari Eason is pretty tough. It's a matter if he can deal with the pain without injuring himself more. I think that's really what it comes down to. So it's going to be another tough game come on Wednesday, and the Rockets have five more road games before they're back home on the 20th. So that's going to be something very interesting to watch um, these next five games on the road to see if the Rockets can kind of turn around because we all know the Rockets are now 3-14 and 14 on the road, and they are definitely struggle on the road, even though they have one of the best home records in the NBA. One more bit of news that really not necessarily about the Rockets, but of course uh, the news just dropped about John Morant being out for the rest of the season. I think it was a training injury that wasn't even actually during the game. Um, they said MRI on him today, so he's out for the rest of the season. Whether you're a John Morant fan or not, that's definitely something you don't want to see. And that's, uh, you know, unfortunately, on the basketball side for Memphis, that pretty much takes them. I mean, they were already out of the playoffs, and they were trying to fight their way back in. But that just takes them pretty much out of the playoff picture at this point to where they might just start, you know, tanking for next season uh, when it comes to what they're going to do for the rest of the season. Um, but, again, the Rockets fall tonight, 120-113 to 113 in Miami Heat. They play again on Wednesday against the Chicago Bulls, trying to get back on the winning streak. And, again, we appreciate the support. If you're not already following or subscribing to this channel, please do that. We are already over 1,300 subscribers, so we appreciate everybody that continues to check in, and we're going to continue to bring you exclusive interviews and exclusive content. Um, it won't be any necessary post-game interviews from our side because the Rockets aren't back at home until the 20th, which I will be on at that game against the Utah Jazz, so we will definitely have all the post-game coverage for that. So, again, we appreciate support. And let us know down in the comments, what do you think of tonight's game? What do you think the biggest problem in tonight's game was? And do you think that Jalen Green can finally figure it out and become a more consistent player? Please leave that down in the comments. And again, we appreciate all the support. Check out the next episode of Rockets Fuel Podcast.